0: Welcome to Diamond Healing Radio with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos, a powerful and extraordinary healer, best-selling author, and international scientist. Stay tuned to learn how to be vibrant and healthy at any age. Diamond Healing Radio is hosted on the Amazing Women of Power Network, the world's leading positive programming channel. Take a slow, deep breath, then let it out slowly, Become more relaxed and open to learn the latest on scientific healing from Anastasia and her guests. Be ready to feel and look better than you ever have before. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Anastasia Choplis with another episode of Diamond Healing Radio. Today, I have a guest who's going to talk to you about diet and food. Now, you might think that you've heard enough about that. But her approach is very different because she has a really interesting story to tell as to why she's doing this. So my guest is Kelly Hill, and she is a nutritional therapy practitioner, a best-selling author, television personality, former international talk show host, as well as a survivor of both heart attacks and stroke. Now, if you saw Kelly, you would wonder... Oh my gosh, she looks so young and beautiful. How could she have already had heart attacks and a stroke? And right now, she's currently the organ ambassador of the American Heart Association. So as a whole foods diet expert, she teaches people how to find their optimal health and lose weight using only whole foods, no cans, boxes, or supplements. Kelly, you are singing my song. So, um... Welcome to the show, Kelly. So how are you today?
1: I am great. I'm having a wonderful day. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, I, it's my pleasure entirely. So tell, tell the, my audience, I'm sure they're totally interested in finding out um, what happened with those heart attacks at such a young age and a stroke.
1: Well, it was really just an average day. I was doing normal everyday mom stuff and I'd had some interesting pain behind my shoulder blades for about, oh, let's say about probably three months. And I'd gone through all the normal stuff where you go to the doctor and they, you know, give you whatever those are, those muscle relaxers and, you know, I saw the chiropractor, I saw my acupuncturist. I went through through the normal modalities that I would use and nobody could really find anything wrong with me. So, um, you know, you, you just kind of keep going and all of a sudden one evening it just it felt like I absolutely couldn't breathe and I something was I knew something was wrong and I I actually sat down with my son who was doing this reading he was seven at the time and I googled panic attack versus heart attack because I have never had either and I thought I'm not really sure what's going on and weirdly, I don't know if you know, but the symptoms are very similar. It's, um, it's actually odd. And so, um, but you know, we realized there was something really wrong and my husband rushed me to the hospital and it was, uh, it was an unpleasant experience. I don't want to pick on any doctors, uh, or anything, but they kept telling me there was nothing wrong with me because I was only 42 i I'm in ideal health and, no, no history, uh, nothing, nothing. You know, all those little boxes, they you know, they try to check off, nothing there. And so they kept saying it was, I was fine. And I kept telling them, you don't know what you're talking about. There's something really, really wrong. And I'm not leaving here until you figure it out. And I ended up having a massive heart attack, a hundred percent blockage of the LAD uh, right there in the middle of the ER. So they gave me a stent and that didn't hold. So I had bypass surgery the next year. And, uh, that worked out great, except then the blood clot got stuck in my brain and I actually had a stroke at the age of 44. So I, I couldn't talk or, or move my left side very well. And, uh, luckily it's all come back around and most cardiologists, uh, well, all cardiologists have worked on my, my case uh, as well as hematologists and neurologists which is about uh, almost 30 worldwide have all said the same thing it was the healthy diet it was eating so healthy that was i was able to identify that there was a problem and uh, come back from each of those episodes
0: wow that that i mean you're being so young that must have been really really frightening so i'm sure that you took on um you know, you started to look for other solutions to what your health was like, um, and I'm sure you weren't that healthy, unhealthy. No, I was really healthy. I actually was in
1: better overall physical condition than I am right now, truthfully, uh, and you are just really an ideal specimen for for being healthy, running triathlons, and and, and you very very fit, eating. My super clean diet that I still recommend, and uh, it was just it came out of the blue, and yeah. You know, but we all get dealt a hand, and we just have to play those hands as best we can. And uh, I was fortunate enough to understand uh, what was happening, uh, even though I didn't really understand it in its entirety at that time. Uh, but it, it's pretty, it's pretty scary. It's you know we think about that this is a rare occasion. But the reality is, we're losing in the United States. We're losing one in three women to a heart attack or stroke. That's a staggering statistic. It's the number one heart disease is the number one killer of women, more deadly than all forms of cancer combined, and yet we barely hear about it. We we think that that you know what's happened to me is the the rarity when statistically it's in, on the increase horribly. So. A, it, um, I think I just have been fortunate enough to live to tell the tale.
0: Yes, and can you imagine if you hadn't have been taking that good a care of yourself, what would have happened? That's what oh, I. Oh, I'd be dead. Yeah, I, that's what I tell people. There's... With when I got sick, is um, everybody says, "Well, you were doing all the right things." I said, "Well, can you imagine if I weren't?"
1: <laughs> yeah. No, and that's a, that thing is if I had left the hospital when the the big heart attack actually hit. You only have about 10 minutes to live. So if I had gone ahead and gone home, Mm. uh, I probably would never have made it back to the hospital. Or, I mean, even an ambulance would have been rare to be able to get to me and save my life. Or what damage could have possibly occurred. So uh, I feel very fortunate, uh, very grateful to have been at a spot where I was so healthy that I knew enough about my own body to say, doctor in the little white coat and stethoscope around your your neck you do not know what you're talking about you are wrong and i'm not leaving not that i encourage people to you know be really rude to their their er doctors but uh, you know i he just didn't it's like you you don't understand i'm not having a panic attack i don't have anxiety i don't have indigestion i it's not in my head there's something really really wrong and you need to figure it out and so uh, that And I think that's one of the reasons we're losing so many women is because they're afraid to say that, don't know themselves well enough yes. to be able to stand there.
0: Yes, and that's exactly the point is that um, that's one, one of my messages is um, take charge of your health and get healthy no matter what your doctor says. So doctors are, you know, they're in a guessing game. People that are connected with their intuition, like you are, and like I am, people that are connected, they know, we knew, we knew that there was something going mm-hmm. on. And, um, you know, a lot of times I forced my doctors to do tests, because I kept telling them that my thyroid was out of whack, and they kept insisting it wasn't, and then it turned out that it was. So, yeah. so the, the thing is that we know, and it's really, really, really important to be informed you know, there aren't really any operating manuals for the human body. And it's really, really important that you take care of your body and understand it and stand firm with a doctor because a lot of just like you a lot of women that don't stand firm, the ones that do, they are the ones that are lucky and survive. And the ones that don't uh, get sent home and you know, usually tragedy ensues. So, um, now that you've gone through this, what steps have you taken to make sure that this never happens again?
1: Well, unfortunately for me, there's no guarantee. So they, they still don't know after everybody's looked at me and I've been to, to most of the major clinics. Um, they really don't know. They don't know why it's happening. They can't explain it. Uh, they know it's somewhere in my blood and it's most likely due to some protein in my blood. But they really, they have no cure for it. So uh, they've tried all the fun blood thinning uh, drugs. Nothing works. So I I don't take any medications uh, and it's my responsibility to take care of myself. So I have learned that there's things like beets that really help thin the blood as well as ginger. Uh, So I make sure that I have a nice uh, beet smoothie with some ginger and garlic in it, all of which, you know, help uh, lower or, or lower that. the the viscosity of the blood and that that's wonderful so I make sure I do that I stay properly hydrated lots and lots of water and I make sure I walk so I actually have a treadmill under my desk and my desk is on hydraulic lifts and goes up and down so I can sit some and then I walk a lot and make sure that I keep that blood flowing and that of course will help it it stay thin as well because truthfully they really don't know what to tell me to do and so they're you know All I do is use what, what tools I have at my discretion and, and count my, my days as very lucky each and every one.
0: Yes. I think that, that just that alone being appreciative and grateful for every day that you have will actually improve your chances of this never returning.
1: I hope so because that's, that's really all I have, uh, you know, to play with point so i i figure each day that i can make difference in the world and that, that's why i made it through what has happened is to to be able to tell the message and help others and if i can continue to be of service to people then there's a place for me on this earth
0: yes there most certainly is and um, i was most impressed when i first met you because of your upbeat and sparkling personality your upbeat attitude about how wonderful each day is I just felt always good talking to you so oh, thank you you're welcome so um the other question that I was going to ask is uh, just give women a hint because women's heart attacks and um heart heart problems show up differently than in men's um, they really do. They do. And since and since 90% of the studies on, on all, all medical studies up until a few years ago were done on men, thinking that women could be addressed in the same way um, is actually a grave mistake in the medical community. So um, what, what did you learn, um, just briefly, what did you learn about that? And then I want to get into the nutritional part uh, because you touched on a few things uh, right now. Uh, you know, about the beets and the ginger. So what, what differences have you discovered?
1: Well, so the biggest part is I had four of the five major top symptoms and I didn't know it. So one of the things that I really hope every listener you know, can take to heart is to know some of those top symptoms. So one of them for women is actually hot and cold sweat. Uh, there's also exhaustion and I'm talking like the kind of exhaustion where you go to bed tired and you're still waking up tired, that kind of exhaustion, um, aches and pains, especially in the neck, jaw, shoulder blade area that just don't seem to go away no matter what you do for them. Um, feeling like you're going to retch is another very common one. Any, any um, reoccurring nausea really can be a sign of, of a heart attack uh, coming on and then trouble breathing that was the one that finally got me to the hospital is because I couldn't breathe but really any of those earlier stages they need to be paid attention to if somebody has those you know or, or their friends are having them and women in their lives, please have them go check with a doctor and just make sure.
0: Yeah. Get an EKG just to make sure that things are going and don't let them turn you away and say there's nothing wrong. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Especially if you have a couple of those symptoms, Uh, you know, a lot of times women will talk to me and they'll maybe have one. And so, you know, then that's probably not a big, but a lot of times, you know, I hear people saying they've had two, three, four of those symptoms and they go ahead and make that call. And, you know, the doctor, panics and they're having a stress test echo the very next day and finding out that they do have blockage. So, yeah, it's worth it to to make that call.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for that. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of very appreciative women. And now a brief word from our sponsors. Have you ever wondered if you could amplify, improve and strengthen your intuition and healing gifts? or what it would be like to wake up energized with a clear mind every morning in your 60s, 70s, and beyond. I'm looking for 20 people to enroll in my new eight-week teleseminar called Energize Me. You receive healings, interactive exercise, and information on the Diamond Healing Method, a new special technique where I apply vibrational physics to the practice of energy healing so that you will have improved energy, a clear mind, and amplified intuitive and healing skills. This developed because I transitioned from being a scientist for 40 years to thoroughly study the field of healing after having lived through chronic illness. I healed myself from this and will show you exactly how you can too. I'm offering free trainings on Wednesday afternoons to introduce this topic. If you or someone you know is interested, please call me at 310 Six ninety two forty thirty six, or go to scientifichealer.com forward slash energize me. That's with no punctuation. Energize me. And now we return to our regular programming. So let's talk about diet. You know, people people there's like a bazillion diets out there, and my understanding is that they all work for somebody. But Uh not all of not all of them work for everybody. So how can one one figure out which one is going to work for them the best?
1: Well, I wish I could say that there was a a simple, you know, follow this test and all will be enlightened for you. But unfortunately, it's not that easy. Uh, There are a lot of different uh, people and I, I break them down into about four categories. Uh, and, and we have people that have big differences between their energy levels, their cravings, uh, you know, somebody that, that is having a really bad day and wants to sit down and eat an entire plate of brownies is in a completely different dietary frame than the person that doesn't understand wanting brownies at all, but would love to sit down and, and eat an entire bag of potato chips or the person that, that, uses Ben and Jerry's as their counseling therapy. You know, they're, they're all different uh, types of people. And within those, they each need to eat differently. So uh, really, you're right. What works for one person isn't going to work for another. If you're lucky and you, you came across the right diet and have tried it and it's worked, then that's great. But it may not work for you, you know, your best friend who happens to be a different uh, type of body with different energy levels and different cravings. Uh, and the, so those are, It's. A, I wish there was a, a super simple answer for that because I would, you know, probably rule the world at that point. <laughs> but there's a reason that we don't have that person out there because it, 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 there isn't such a thing as that. So it's, it's really more complicated and a lot of it's based on, on your, your personal energy level, the, the foods that you crave, uh, how your body's metabolizing food. Uh, so it's, it's um, it's a little more more personal than just a, a basic diet. I can't just say go go eat paleo or go eat vegetarian or go eat, uh, you know, whatever it is. It, it, all of those will work for somebody definitely, um, and they, that's great. It's just figuring out which one is the right match for you as an individual.
0: Yeah, and I think that we could all say that that food that's packaged and junky. That is of little nutritional value is simply not worth putting in your mouth.
1: <laughs> well, right. That diet should not be used for anybody. There, there is no Twinkie diet. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure of that.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, I know that a lot of people have a lot of difficulty giving it up. So um, I usually tell them that there usually is an allergy attached to it. Um, people that. And that's true. Yeah, people that crave a certain food. Um I've seen people uh swallow down, you know, entire jars of peanut butter in one sitting. And I've seen people eat bags of nuts in one sitting and I am going, are, "Are you really enjoying that?" And they they that after a while they say, "Not really, but I just keep ne- I need to keep eating it." And um usually it's an allergy. Um at least I've yeah. discovered that. So I'm sure you have to <laughs>
1: And if it's not a complete allergy it may even be an intolerance.
0: Uh, exactly. That's,
1: that's beginning which will ultimately turn into an allergy uh, down the road, but uh, yeah, it's a, a food is a very interesting complex piece there's a lot of science behind it uh, and then there's a lot of uh, just what feels right. And so it, what I try and do with people is is blend those two. Kind of very much like what you do. It's you know, there is a certain biochemistry to what we do with the food as it comes into our body and our pH levels. And you know, there's there's some things that, that we can kind of count on uh, intestinally within the body. Uh, but then at the same time, there's this, these other pieces that is more about the way we emotionally feel when we eat food. And I, for an example, I had a lady one time who uh, we finally identified that the food that was causing her problem was a banana but it had nothing to do with uh the enzymes in a banana or the nutrients in a banana it had to do with the fact that as a child she was eating a banana when she saw her dog run over and so there was a an energy level with the banana that was a whole problem
0: yes so so we are we are really complex beings we're multi-layered so it's not just the fact um that we you know it's not just the fact that the food is either good or bad for us there's also an emotional association with it
1: Mm -hmm. right
0: so so that for for in her case that emotional association was something that was really horrible and yeah uh, so to
1: find the right diet it's it's all of those pieces you know it's all of the science behind the food and creating the balance within your energy level and uh, dealing with your allergens or intolerances and the emotional pieces of, of eating. And, unfortunately, eating isn't like drinking where you can give up drinking and, you know, really walk away from it. Not, I'm not saying that's easy. I totally understand that that's not an easy process. But, you know, the nice thing is you get to that spot. There's good support systems and uh, the ability to you know, not have it in your life. And you can't do that with food. We have to eat. Uh, we have to eat every day multiple times, so it's a battle uh unlike many other uh addictive personality problem pieces, you know whichever category you're in they are all of those sometimes for people it, you can't get away from it, you can't walk away from it you can't you know and there's not the support system usually if they're there are for many of the other things people choose to to deal with in a difficult uh, lifestyle. And uh, that makes it, I think, even harder as we look at diet is you're there's just it's very, very complex.
0: Yeah. And one of the things that's really exhausting for people is the number of decisions they have to make. Should I eat that? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't I eat that? Is that good for me? Is that not good for me? I want that. No, I don't. You know, and you're going through the day making those decisions, and every decision that you make just tires you further. And yeah, and you want to
1: just throw your hands up and yeah. say, forget it. I'm overwhelmed. I'm walking away. I'm yeah. eating whatever I want to eat. Yeah. It, it is, it's, uh, I mean, it's fascinating and fun for me because those, I enjoy working through those complexities with people, but it's, you know, unfortunately there, like I said, there's not a magic bullet for anybody. I can't say this is the proper diet for you specifically and you know, you'll have all your success and everything will, will be perfect. It's, it's just more complex than that. And and we can break it down to some extent by, by the basics of, of energy and, and the basics of cravings, uh, we can certainly get some good balance that way, but, um, it, it's, it's, it's a complicated field, uh, that I feel ecstatic to have been able to be part of for so many years.
0: That's awesome. So, um, so you work with clients both individually and in programs.
1: Yes. So people, you know, some people find me and they, they want that handholding of a, a private uh, personal work and that's that's fine uh, those are limited uh because it it takes a lot out of me too personally to to work with people like that uh and then there, there are group programs where people work more in small group settings where they have that community feel and uh, a little bit of built-in support system and then i have people that just want to do an at-home program they just want something that they can work on by themselves and uh connect uh, occasionally on a on a, uh, whatever you call those those the support call type things. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, mostly are do it themselves kind of people and they want that type of program. Uh, so it, you know, I try to have something available for, for everybody at the level that feels comfortable for them. And, uh, most people start at one and kind of move around as they, they get uh, more knowledge based and more comfortable with what they feel like they want to do. Cause again, like you said, it's overwhelming. And I think one of the reasons that many of the diets we see do fail, besides that they may not be perfectly designed for the person, is that you're asking people to make way too many changes that are not sustainable for a long period of time.
0: Yeah, it's usually, I find that changing one to two small habits per week makes for big Mm -hmm. habit changes over a sustained period. And to not expect miracles to happen, like some people want to lose weight real quick, 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 and get it all off in a hurry, but then you can't you can't um, develop sustainable habit changes during that time, so people no. yeah and we see
1: that on those you know the biggest loser type shows and things like that we see that they they drop a ton of weight and but the percentage of them that actually keep it off and stay healthy is very very minute because. They've been pushed into a, a boot camp type situation, and they're, they're not happening to live their own life. And the, you know, it's very important uh, to me, especially, that my clients, it's not about me telling them exactly what to do. It's about them opening the refrigerator and saying, what's for dinner, and knowing what it is that they're going to put together because they have that knowledge base. Or if they're going out to eat, looking at a menu and going, oh, okay, yeah, these are my food. Perfect, done. Yeah, uh, and you know, it, it really it should yes. be given to
0: somebody planning is so important so then there's oh, one yeah. one last brief question is that um i've met a lot of great women that are um are in their menopausal years and they stayed mm-hmm. slim their whole life by working really hard but nothing works anymore do you have a an answer for that
1: Yeah, that's usually about energy balance, and I'm sure you probably know, you know, even more about this than I really understand. Uh, But, yeah, as our our hormones change, and I, unfortunately, with the medical conditions I had, I was one of those fortunate ones that got to go into early menopause myself. And, yeah, and, and you certainly see it. The body begins to shift as the hormones change, and our body, the biochemistry of our body changes internally. And we, we have to deal with that. And there are, it is a time where the diet then has to change too. So if somebody, when we t- I talked about those four, I kind of put people into four categories, uh, that a lot of times for women as they go through menopause, the category they are were in will completely shift because uh, depending on where they were, a lot of times uh, the hormones change in such a way that. Uh, their energy level changes yeah, and all that needs to then be reflected in their diet and food choices
0: yeah awesome so i am preparing a webpage t- for people to connect with kelly because i think that her approach is so wholesome and wonderful and i know that her programs have been changing thousands and thousands of lives so um, just go to diamondhealingradio.com forward slash hill that's her last name kelly hill diamondhealingradio.com forward slash hill and you'll be able to connect with her and find out more about her programs so thank you so much for coming on the show i so appreciate it well thank you so
1: much i just i love the fact that what you're doing and what you're putting out in the world so any opportunity to be part of that I, i feel so blessed thank you
0: okay um this is dr anastasia choplis with another episode of diamond healing radio Tune in next week for another show. And now for a brief word from our sponsors. Did you know that any negative feelings towards people in your life or out of your life can keep you hooked into dynamics that aren't healthy for you, your wealth, or other relationships? That includes such feelings such as jealousy, anger, disappointment, sadness, depression, According to 70 years of study at prestigious universities such as Harvard and Johns Hopkins, relationships are the number one factor for good health and happiness. Get old relationship baggage cleared out, whether it's with those still in your life or not. Register for a free training at scientifichealer.com forward slash energize me. That's scientifichealer.com forward slash energize me. And now we return to our regular programming. Thank you for joining us on Diamond Healing Radio, hosted on the Amazing Women of Power Network, the only positive programming channel. To get your free gift and learn more about the fusion of science and energy healing, go to diamondhealingradio.com. Tune in next week to learn more about the fusion of science and energy healing. Until next week, remember to slow down, take a deep breath, Relax before you go about your day.